Thanks to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 179. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Getting closer and closer to that 200 How mark. How are you feeling tonight? Good. Well, I hope you're feeling good because this night is all about Alan. It's all about me. I told you maybe three minutes ago, right, right before we went on, yeah. that today's episode is going to be about Alan, and it's actually an interview with Alan Bush, yeah. co-host of Dudes to Dads. That's right. And so I did not give you the questions beforehand, so I hope they're all okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, but I wanted to just be more natural rather than you yeah. giving me a script of what it is that you want to talk about. Right, right. Here's all the things I can talk about. Yeah, no, we actually had some feedback on it that, um, yeah, that was interesting. You brought that up. Yeah. Someone wrote in a, a fan wrote in and said, Hey, I want to know more about Alan. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been doing the show for a while and yeah. I don't really know much about Alan. That's so cool. I yeah, thought, I- that's a great idea, <laughs> which I think I proposed in like our fifth episode. Probably. Yeah. That was <laughs> you know, three years ago. No way. I was ready for but that. You were not ready. For no. That. So let's get started. All right. And let's just, let's just, you know, we'll have See a little bit happens. of a conversation. Yeah. So wanted to start from the beginning. Where were you born? When I was an embryo. Right. How did uh, your parents continue? You? <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure it was at a club. No, um, uh, so I was actually born in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, my father came from England mm-hmm. and had lived here for about a year. And he met my mother in San Francisco and, you know, beards and bees. And the backgrounds of your parents. Mm-hmm. What What are your... Yeah, a lot of people don't know my, my, yeah. my mixed heritage. Yeah. Um, my father's from England, as I mentioned. He's, you know, white Anglo-Saxon English guy. And my mother is African-American and... Native American, okay, among other things. Those are two other, <laughs> the two main things are there. So my grandparents on my mother's side, uh, one's mostly Native American, one the other one's mostly African American. Okay. But both of them are also somewhat mixed too. Got I just it. claim those. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. And you identify, we can, which we can get into. You kind of identify with both. Ethnically ambiguous. Okay. If, if you haven't that's, seen my picture, if you don't, yeah, if you don't know what I look like, if you've seen me, no one knows what I am. So that, <laughs> and this, I don't, I don't lean towards any direction. Got it. So, so people have long, kind of wavy, curly hair. Right. I'm kind of tan, but not. I'm still, I'm like lighter than some, you know, light skinned people. I'm just one side, and the other side, I'm tan. It's weird. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. So born there, and then where'd you grow up? Yeah, so after birth, uh, yeah, I lived in California for a short period of time, and actually I remember going to school here. Mm-hmm. Um, a little known fact about me is I actually skipped a grade, a first grade. Very um, fast. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, was, I was kind of a smart kid. Um, but when I moved to Massachusetts... Or just really tall. Yeah, no, it's the exact opposite. I was actually really small. And my birthday's in June, so it's like it, I started school kind of late anyway. Okay. But I skipped first. I, they wanted me to put me in second grade. Um, that had and, to be an interesting was, transition. Yeah, it was really strange I was smarter. I was more advanced than the kids that were in like my class. Mm-hmm. But um, I moved to uh, through various reasons. Um, and another fact, my parents weren't ever married. So it was basically I, I grew up kind of grown up with one or the other. I didn't ever never together when I was growing up. Okay. And so they might, had already separated before before you were, I was born. Or yeah. I mean, I remember I barely remember them ever being together. I think when, by the time I was uh, forming memories, I either lived with my mother or I lived with my father. Okay. And then after that moved in with 
with my grandparents, and I've talked about that on the show, mm-hmm. where I was about six years old, I moved to Massachusetts, um, and that's where my grandparents raised me. So I went from six to about 18 years old. I Solely spent, with grandparents? Uh, and my mother moved out to Massachusetts about six years after. So I spent okay. six years with my, my grandparents and then another six with my mother um, and stepfather. Okay. Uh, now, um, I actually went back to first grade my grandmother said, she told me later, funny, she was like, I could have put you in second grade when you got out here, but you were kind of small and you were also <laughs> younger than them too. So I put you back in first grade and I wasn't like an A student anyway. So like, I think it, it would have probably been for the best. That I well, it's always interesting because, you know, I look at like my, my children's, uh, the people in the school and you see such differences in age yeah. and height, height. and yeah. like learning ability. I mean, the, yeah. at that time, there's so many differences. Variances, like yeah. it kind of catches up, I think as kids get older, sure. like they all kind of even out, yeah. but like huge discrepancies. Oh yeah. You know, the girls are starting to be like a foot taller than the boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just all these things. So I can, imagine, I had one you know, of those growth spurts in high school. Like people talk about that. And when I was about 14, I was like five foot four and a hundred pounds. And like, <laughs> and I was small from for the, for the kids. Then, like, I think one year I came back, maybe a senior year or maybe junior year, I came back from summer. Like, well, what happened to you? And I, yeah. I'll, I'm about six feet now. Right. And, uh, and I was, like, way broader. And, like, people like, you, you <laughs> shut up that summer, apparently. So you grew up in Massachusetts yeah. with your grandparents essentially yeah. raising you? Mostly, yeah. In um, the formative years between six and 12, I was with my grandparents pretty much solely. Okay. And then my mother moved out from California back to Massachusetts and I stayed with her, even though we were on the, we were pretty much on the same street. Did you get a lot of backstory from her of sort of her being away from you and such? And yeah. Like my mother that? was always in touch and she was, she, my mother's wonderful. She was, she was really great about um, keeping in my life, even though she couldn't like at the time it was, she was going through some some troubles okay. uh, in California, mostly financial stuff. And uh, she's trying to make it. And, she, and I think my grandparents were like, she just felt like it would be better. Yeah, she, yeah. I would have a better life in Massachusetts. And it that was had really hard. Di- it yeah. had been really hard. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the more awesome it makes her because it's like, she had to separate from her only child at that time. Right. Um, and, and make sure that he had a better life. So I was in a more it was cool for your rural grandparents to well, accept that. And they, too, they, yeah. they were the ones who offered. So, yeah. so the, the, on both parts, they were like, look, just why don't you send them out here? We'll take care of them. It's okay. You know? And you That's know, cool. so yeah, so it was, uh, it was good. And then she moved out there of course. And then, you know, my pretty, much my latter years like um grade school and uh i would say like junior high and high school i spent with my mother okay mostly. yeah and that relationship was good and yeah me and yeah. my mom get along famously Got it. yeah um and so what were you like as a kid you know like <laughs> with your grandparents you, you had said you were really quiet yeah because i because at that time um I grew up an only child and I'll get into either that things later, but, um, I didn't have siblings around me, you know? And so, uh, a, I was kind of to myself a lot and being slightly different from everyone else. You kind of think everyone's looking at you a certain way. You know, it's funny. A friend of mine said this is that, uh, shyness is some weird form of narcissism because you still <laughs> think everyone's looking at you and like, you know, and so, and that's the truth. I really realized that I was worried about what other people thought culturally or, 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 Cult- well, or even, culturally and yeah, eth- ethnically was there 
there not a lot of diversity where you were? I mean, not really. I didn't experience a lot of like racism per se. There's, there is that, but like in the community that I was part of kind of somewhat ironically, cause it's in Massachusetts and it was in a rural town. It's in Cape Cod. Right. And, um, and, but it's very white. It was Anglo, mostly white. Yeah. yeah but it, yeah. but it still didn't experience like that type of, uh, I had friends from everywhere and, and no one, I mean, so you didn't I, feel like an outsider. No, I didn't really. I, I felt it just by my look, not by my race per se, just by, you know, I just don't, I don't know, you know, also my upbringing. I got to see some pictures of little <laughs> I'll show you, I'll send you a couple. I was pretty throwback Thursdays. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, there was that, that whole, like, you know, trying to adjust to being kind of you know, tri-racial and like, and trying to understand where I fit in and also sure. growing up in a different environment previously in Los Angeles, where I was in California or like San Francisco or Los Angeles. I moved around a lot in California. Yeah. So I had a whole different perspective on, you know, what's the reality. You and then, adjust a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, so that led me to being shy and I was also kind of small. And then, um, and then I kind of, I think high school, maybe my, I would say my, by the time I was about 16, I started looking at other people that weren't shy and I said, I got to do more of that, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I started like, looking people in the eye a lot more and like saying what was on my mind at the moment. And it was starting to kind of sprout out and it wasn't until college that it really started becoming who I am. When did you, which we'll get into, cause I know that, you know, you were doing music. When did you find music? Was that that early? No, or no. Okay. So that's, yeah. we'll, we'll it get was, into yeah, that it was later. later. Yeah. So what did, was there anything that you found back then? Did you tie into sports? Were you just intellectual? Was, what was something that you grabbed onto as a kid? I, I liked to draw as a okay. kid and I was, I, mean, I had a pretty good imagination. So, so creative, creative. Yeah. To some degree. Um, I think I didn't really discover music till later, but, um, and I was, I was, um, I wasn't athletic. I guess I was athletic in build, but I wasn't really like a football player. I like to play sports with my friends and I was a little too reserved. I ran track mm-hmm. in high school, but like as a kid, I just kind of just played. It wasn't your thing. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't like the team dynamic because I just didn't, wasn't competitive, Sure, you know, but, the, but funny enough, people were always surprised at how strong I was because <laughs> I, I remember like working out as a little kid, you know, kind of just doing a lot of exercise and stuff like that and not like literally going to the gym or anything, right, but, right. but I was fairly strong. And so, um, so that I kind of carry that on, you know, through my father, you know, he and I would do stuff together. And, and, uh, and so, so, so there's been a few times where people got really struck, uh, kind of shocked because I right. was kind of small, but I was a little bit like stronger than normal. And, um, and so that, that carried over into running track and then keeping in shape. So you were in Massachusetts, you're, let's say, or junior high-ish, uh, high ish, and then high school with your mom. Mm-hmm. Was you in touch with your dad? Yeah. Okay. So my, yeah. And my dad, the thing is I moved away from both of them. Um, but my dad and my mom kept in touch with me when I was in separately, separately. Yeah. Got it. And then there was never any animosity between them. That was another thing too. I was kind of glad that, you know, they didn't go through together and then get a divorce. Um, cause I know a lot of, you know, my friends and, and people, family and who've gotten married and then got divorced sure. and it becomes kind of this weird animosity. Um, my mother and my father never were together, but they were never divorced. So they never had this weird, like, you know, back, back talk about each other. They only had nice things to say about one. Another. Okay. So, uh, you know, even now, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so it's, it's good. So I, I didn't see them together. I only, I only have like maybe, I don't know, a handful of times where we were all together in the same room before and after I left. Sure. So, uh, but you know, that's just the way I grew up. And then you said, because you had some siblings, how, yeah. when, when did that come into? Yeah. So, um, I had, um, half brother from my father's. <laughs> this is funny. I have, 
I had a brother from another mother <laughs> and a sister from a different mister. <laughs> Swear to God, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and uh, the, the brother from another mother was from my father's side, uh, kind of like a couple years after I was born. He's two years uh, younger than me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my, my sister came about 16 and a half years later wow. with, uh, with my stepdad. And then my mother finally had a kid. I knew my stepdad for a really long time, even when I was in California. But then when they moved out there, they had a kid when I was about 16. 16 and a half. Uh, So I didn't really grow up with my brother because he lived in California. And then I didn't grow up with my sister because by the time she was like two, I was in college (laughs) and I went to California again. Got it. So, um, but you know, I mean, I talked to my sister and my my brother unfortunately passed away a couple years ago. Right. uh, 2014, actually four years ago. Uh, But, you know, he and I were cool with each other. We got closer, especially as we go there. Yeah. It's been like, oh goodness, yeah, wow. it's crazy, crazy. It's it's strange that even it's conceptually it seems very recent. Yeah, I mean, I remember you going through. Yeah, that. no, I yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I remember, um, yeah, when I met you, I still had a brother. <laughs> you know, like when I when I would go to L.A. to visit him. Um, so yeah, it was a uh, it was weird um, because he and I knew each other when we were kids. And then got separated and then came back. Like I'd, I'd go to California to visit yeah. my father um, to spend some time with him because we had been separated for a while. So like during my, I would say, preteen years, um, me and my brother would get together, too. And so we, he and I were buddies and we hung out with my dad. And then um, and then we'd go back our separate ways back. I went to Massachusetts and my brother and, was in and Los how Angeles. Did he pass? Cancer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Okay. You were dealing with this. Yeah. It was, it's pretty crazy. It's like, you never know. And he was two years younger than me. So, you know, he didn't even live to see 40. Pretty crazy. Um, and so you were growing up in Massachusetts, go to high school. Where, where did you end up then going to college? So, um, you know, on the SATs, you say, hey, what schools do you want to go to? <laughs> I did no research. I knew I wanted to be in California somewhere because I was in Massachusetts. And I said, I need to go back to California. So you had visited a couple times and were like, I got to get out. Well, there. no, no. I had, I think I wanted to get back in touch with my roots, with my where I kind of was born mm-hmm. and also my father. So, cause I, my mom was there and I got to know my mom a little bit. And I think I, in back of my head, I was like, sure, I got to go get to know my mom, my, my dad again and my brother again and re re know them. I think that was part of it. I, sure. and now that I, I'm Makes actually sense. honest yeah. about it. Yeah. So I went back and, um, I didn't go back. I, I, I picked schools that I knew of <laughs> UCLA, USC, Cal state something. And then some other school, I can't remember the other one. I got into two of them. One of them was USC and, uh, UCLA rejected me. And uh, that was the cheaper one. I guess I got that one. But uh, USC was like, "Yeah, come on aboard." I'm like, "Oh, whoa, okay, yeah. USC, that's a good one." And um, but then I'm like, well, "How am I going to pay for this?" <laughs> and my mother, God bless her, figured out a lot of maneuvers, like applying to different scholarships, and like, and we applied for financial aid, and so I was able to go to a fairly prestigious um, awesome. private school um, for, through mostly financial aid. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I had like eight bags when I got off the plane. It was ridiculous. <laughs> what did you major in there? Psychology. Interesting. Yeah. And how do you, do you remember why you chose that or how you chose that? You know, it's funny. Um, in my freshman year in high school, I derived a formula on how to figure out the area of a hexagon. I was really good at math for some reason and uh, not awesome, but I was pretty good at it. like I, I could figure things out if I reverse engineer it, you know, and then I lost interest in math after we started talking about imaginary numbers. <laughs> so I was like, wait, imaginary numbers. All right, well, I'm done with math. And so I started getting into understanding things that were going on in my life, like how I adjust and the psychology behind it and why people have th- certain things happen to them. I also found that I was a pretty good listener. So I was like, well, man, we should just turn that into a career. So um, when I went, so I, when I got to college, I said, let me be a psych major because I felt like 
I could be a counselor of some sorts. Cool. And, um, and you know, they didn't work out because <laughs> <laughs> I got bored with that too. <laughs> and so you majored in that, uh, graduated then out of USC. Mm-hmm. And so what was your first job? First job. Well, my first job, it was a first major, job. first major job that I had out of college um, was actually working for the books, the college bookstore. Oh, wow. Cause I was currently working there. And then I, was graduating and I was like, I need a job. I don't know if you know anybody. And they're like, well, upstairs is a computer store. They need someone to work on the health science campus as a rep of some sort. And so I actually sold computers (laughs) to the, uh, the people on the health science campuses. And and eventually I would be, I would like buy the computers from Dell. I was a buyer. And then, um, and then this is back in the day when Dell was a big deal. And then, um, then Dell had these educational discounts. I said, all right, I need 10 computers with this much Ram and this much hard drive space. And it's for this department. And can you give me a discount? Yeah. Place an order. Yeah. Place and orders for the for the for the school. Oh, so that was my first job, real job. Yeah. Wow. And uh, what about then from there? Sort of what what other what are some of the other jobs that you did that were interesting before you got into your current career? Yeah, it's interesting. I was an administrative assistant. I was a um, you know I guess a, a, a supervisor for other administrative assistants. Um, did I you wor- think you were going down a certain road at that time, or was it just you were just trying to get paid? And I, just, get I didn't money? know what the heck I wanted to do. I graduated. Was that a frustration for you? Yeah. Cause, was. cause I was broke yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I didn't really have a direction. So I was just like, I just took what I could get. And a lot of it was, it be, I eventually became office. Living with five other people. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Or borrowing off of this or staying on someone's couch. And I, I uh, basically got a lot of office jobs. So I was again, administrative assistant, um, you know, data coordinator. And then eventually, eventually started growing. I, the biggest time I spent before I got into what I do now was in tax credits, low income housing tax credit syndication. <laughs> How the hell do you Get random. Into that. random and i stumbled in it because i became an assistant and then then i started taking over certain things then i went to another company and they made me a financial analyst hmm. and and uh this and i god knows how i did that i don't like <laughs> when people ask me i'm like i don't know that i don't even like you're a financial analyst why and i'm like i don't, I don't know, know. If, if, if i'm given an opportunity and and they say can you do this i'm like yeah Unless it it's out. like, yeah, unless it's like surgery. Right. But like, if, if I could figure out things. So being a financial <laughs> analyst, then how did you then segue into your current line of work or being interested in internet marketing? And yeah. That kind of thing? Well, I spent a lot of years caught up and down in Long Beach. I lived in, um, I went back to the East Coast for a bit. I was a bartender for a second. And then I came back. And um, and uh, when I came how, back. How, what's the age of this? Like uh, this tw- late 20s? Early 20s, late 20s. Like early 20s, I was working at the computer store. Then I went to East Coast, became a bartender for my mid 20s. Which is the best time to do it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the tips are awesome. And then um, the later 20s, um, basically, um, the careers that I was talking about just now, I went through, uh, jumping through a lot of hoops and different types of jobs. I've had like five or six jobs just within that time period right. in my late twenties. Um, and then I, um, I actually, how I got to San Diego is because I was working in, uh, Irvine. I didn't, I was just disenchanted with, which being is in orange County, orange County, California, people don't know. Yeah. And it was about, I would say an hour to a half hour, uh, South of where I lived in long beach. So I was getting disenchanted with the whole thing. I didn't really want to do what I was doing, even though it was like, okay, it was kind of lucrative, I guess, but it was, the money wasn't that great. And I was doing a lot of boring stuff. So I called up a friend of mine who was already down here and, um, and, and he was, I was a college buddy and I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about leaving this job. And he goes, well, move down here. My buddy has a house and you can stay in one of the rooms. I said, 
okay, well, I'll think about it. So I called up another buddy who was down there, and he, I've known him since grade school. So he's out here in San Diego, too. I've known him since Massachusetts, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, but, you know, are you, uh, I'm thinking about moving down here. If you know anybody who has a job, and he goes, I can get you a job. And I was like, what? He goes, my brother. You know my brother? I was like, yeah. He's like, he's the branch manager. You just have to sell loans. I was like, oh. And two doors knocking. You got to go, right? Like right. The, the two major doors that knocked were a place to live and a job. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess I got to go to San Diego. And so I worked as a loan officer for about a year. And um, because I didn't have any money. And that was when it was really good. It was pretty good. It was before yeah. the crashing and all that yeah. stuff. And it was like loans, were, they were getting sold. And I think it was part of the reason why I crashed. Um, but it, it was, uh, and I didn't like doing shady stuff. So I, it was pretty, it was on point as far as a uh, uh, broker brokerage right. was good you know worked for a brokerage and they were good about trying to coach you to how to make people you know not just to get their money but to try to help them sure. out and they have to be the broker for life type of thing so i learned how to be that was the missing piece because i had i was shy and reserved as i mentioned so i had to be more assertive to, mm-hmm. to eat right and i became a fairly good one but it was really up and down and i didn't know how to control that and i didn't have enough in my bank account to really kind of when times were down so i came back from a vacation with my father and my brother um and we went to visit family in england which was really crazy and cool um you know my, my father was like let's go to england <laughs> okay and then uh then when i came back i was like oh i can't do this the money was like just not there and i was waiting for loans to close and they didn't close so i was like you can only get paid when they close even they're in the queue i had a whole queue but it wasn't closing. So I was like, you know what? I got to do something else. I went online, typed in whatever. And then SEO, you know, project manager came up and I'm like, sure, I'll apply for that. Which SEO is search engine optimization, which is, you know, changing websites and fixing websites so that they are more attractive to the search engine. Exactly. And you, you, you're higher in rank, internet marketing, essentially. And, and that's how I got on the field. Someone gave me a chance, just soft day, funny enough. Uh, he uh, hired me because the combination of experiences that I had led to me doing, um, to, he said, you know, we can teach you the rest. And when someone gives you opportunity, again, that's the, that's the big deal. It's like, you just need to have an in. Someone has to believe in you enough to say, hey, I believe you can do this. I'm going to train you You're on the smart. things you don't know. Yeah. yeah. But you have all the other skills. Personality. Yeah. Emotional IQ. Right. Yeah. We can teach you the you teach you the skill. Rest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the skill says nothing. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. And and so you sort of got into that. Is that the position where I met you? Yeah. Uh, that role, um, actually, you, no, you were, I'm sorry, you were at another, firm. I was at another agency and then I, well, two agencies before I met you, <laughs> I had done, um, internet marketing for probably about six years. At the time I met you, I became a director. Okay. And then, um, and so, and that's when you and I worked together yep. and, and I was, uh, I was kind of in my latter part of me, my career or the mid to latter part of the career. Got it. Yeah. So got into the industry, started doing that. You, we met, mm-hmm. um, what is it that if you recall sort of motivated you to do the dudes to dads podcast, you know, I mean, we yeah. talked a little bit about how we came together. Yeah. And, and it comes up kind of, you know, pretty, not frequently, but we've talked about it a couple of times that you, I did a previous one called win the web with uh, Andrew and Andrew is the one who got me involved with podcasting and uh, I had a knack for it. I didn't know it. You know, he's the one who kind of got me out of my shell in some ways to just start speaking about whatever it is we're talking about. But he and I came with the, the conclusion that we need, I, I literally told him, I think we should do a podcast and he lit up and said, 
we're totally doing that. <laughs> and then, you know, Andrew is, he's Full a internet marketing podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we did that and you were on the show, mm-hmm. right? And so, and you carried yourself well. You actually were part of a regular segment called No Cricket. So you talked yep. about e-commerce tips. So you did that. And then also you, I, I did a pre, another show right after that one. Um, and then, you know, Andrew and I kind of, Andrew moved. So we stopped doing the podcasts, but I still had the bug to want to do a podcast for one. For two, you had your meetup group. Yep. And then I started thinking, well, wouldn't Because I think you convinced me yeah. that it would be a good well, idea. Well, yeah. And I, and I thought, well, do, would you want to do one? Because, you know, you and I get along really well. And and, and, and you you carry a conversation as we 180 episodes <laughs> into it. And um, and you're like, well, you know, maybe, do you know what people want to hear about? I'm like, well, people who come into your meetup group, I imagine that people who can't make the group or are too shy to maybe want to hear idea. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. We've been doing longer than any podcast that I've done. I've right. done this with you so like um so that's what kind of spawned that and i felt it was a good outlet for me also to kind of get to know um and then you know good segue uh you know it was an interesting topic outside of the realm of expertise that i had yeah you know i don't know about being a dad and i don't have kids well, you're a dude i'm a dude right. i was the dude of the show right. i had the, the technical know-how to set it up and record but uh but it was it's kind of like an interesting thing for me now to listen to you you know and i actually came to a couple meetup groups before yep and and before we did the the podcast, so it was it was interesting to hear this perspective, and it was really cool that you brought those people together to share their their thoughts and opinions and, and uh, tips on being a dad. And I thought, wow, I could use that if I you know if I ever have kids, I I, you know, I wouldn't know where to go. You know, I'm not going to go talking to my dad. He was it wasn't in there half of my life in the context of the same way, right? So I didn't have the same kind of parenting that other people might have. And people even if if I don't. I can learn from people who did and or are currently doing that. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool way to do no, it. No, it, it, I think it ended up working out okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as, as it works. As 179. Um, and you're in a committed relationship yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but so do you see yourself being a dad someday? I mean, is that something? Yeah. I mean, I think about it, you know, you know, whether my kid or if I dated someone who had kids or whatever it is like, um, you know, at some point you do see yourself with a child, even though I am kind of like, I kind of like my single life and my <laughs> swing and single, but, or you're just not having that responsibility. Um, and so I realize it's a commitment and I realize there's a lot going on with it. And that's, there is a fear natural fear i think that everyone has uh that you know you get you're gonna, it's unknown it's un, just the unknown it's exactly right it's the unknown and it's like it's scary but you know i, th- I think i could handle it i'm at a stage now where i can say that if i was in my 20s <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> oh, would, you, no yeah. way i couldn't even i could never have done i with actually that. didn't think i was going to have kids really? I, and, and part of that was <clears throat> you know throughout my 20s i i i didn't i although i've had serious relationships, I didn't see the future mm. per se as like, you know, Oh wow. I could see building a family with that. It wasn't yeah. until I you know was with my current wife. I was like, Oh wow. Family actually seems like a yeah. reasonable idea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, just that thought had not occurred. Cause I was just like, well, no, I mean, I'm kind of, like you said, I mean, I'm kind of enjoying this. Yeah. Is that going to ruin it? You know, right, or yeah. is it going to enhance it? Like I, I, yeah. I didn't know that either. So, you know, until I, actually stepped into that world. <laughs> right. You know, and I think you don't know until you step into that world. And that's right. the, well, there are some people I, I had a friend in college 
who was absolutely adamant like he wanted to have a child. I mean, like yeah. none of us even thought about that in college. <laughs> and he was so wanting to have a child. Yeah. He was like, oh man, I can't wait to be a dad. I can't. I know. He was rare. Well, I know people like that too. And it is one of those things that, yeah, when I'm ready, I'm as soon as I find the right thing, I'm going to have kids. Yeah. And, and that's their life. That's their their whole thing is like to, to have kids. And, you know, I, I kind of- I never st- thought like that. N- I just, neither. I yeah. still don't. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, we're about the same age. And like, I still think of like, like I don't realize how old I am for one. And for two, I'm like, okay, 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 maybe. What do I do? Like, I, li- I would like the idea of seeing a little genetic me somewhere running around, you know, but there's also a part of me that's like, I don't want to screw this up. And like, you know, and, and that, that, I think that's the, probably the biggest fear I have is that like, you know, you know, growing up in the context of I grew up with, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happened to me. And, uh, you know, you don't want to download all your, you know, insecurities sure. on the little pristine hard drive. Um, you know, and, and, you know, obviously my lifestyle now has changed. So I'm not like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making more money and I probably bet more equipped than ever at this point, but there is some instability in terms of like what I'm thinking about, what I want to do. Yeah. So it's never been like a goal. It's always been like, kind of, if it happens, okay. But like until then, you know, <laughs> well, you know it's a crapshoot. You know? What do you, well, so if, if you could picture yourself with a child, what, what do you think you'd be like as a father? Um, I have <laughs> an unbelievable amount of patience. However, so that will come in handy. It will come in handy. I realize that it'll like be I, tested too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it sounds really almost arrogant, but like kids and and uh, or really babies at least and and animals like me for some reason. They they were like drawn well, to you're me. You're calm. Yeah, and I guess I have a calm energy about yeah, me. For so sure. so they kind of get drawn to me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> kids and animals are scared of me. <laughs> they run the other way. <laughs> It, uh, but that being said, I also think that I, I have a lot to learn. And uh, like if I hang out with friends that have kids or, 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 you know, maybe at a holiday party with the work people or whatever, I'm like, I don't know what to do with them. But I'm like, but then they want to play. And I'm like, I figure something out. And I have an imagination, especially if they want to play like G.I. Joe or something. I'm like, if they're that age, I'm like, oh, I could totally right. do that. But it's like when they're babies. I'm like, ah, so you're just Nobody there what to do. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you're, you're, th- you're cute, but I just want to look at you. Right. And, and then you just look at me and I'm like, okay, that's the most interaction I'm going to get with you. <laughs> and so it's always this weird, like uh, almost awkwardness. Sure. You know, for me with, with little, little, little kids. But that's, but that's spending time around children. You know, yeah, like I, I, I never that. spent time with children before I had my right. own. I mean, yeah. I held my sister's child, mm-hmm. you know, both of my sisters had children and I maybe held them once or twice. Yeah. You know, I really, I didn't, I never, never babysat. I never was around kids. And so when you're not, if you don't have that experience, it's really hard to relate and to understand yeah. them and so for sure i mean same I, thing yeah. with me like my sister i, I held her when she was a baby but then right, see you later sis i'm going to college now right uh, and then um and then i never really so had you can't be expected to know that um, no what do you think are some things that you have you know some key takeaways that you've learned from the podcast that you feel like you could take that into being a father you know yeah. <laughs> i remember the first podcast we did something about butt paste yeah. <laughs> and i was like what is that Right. I never even heard of that term. <laughs> and so the key takeaways I'm getting is that, that I learned almost from birth and even pre-birth, some of the stories that were told, if you go back and listen to old episodes, when we had interviews especially, yeah. when, when we talk about that. like um, It's a good I, archive now. I, for yeah, me. I'm getting a good blueprint of th- things that I should be expecting, maybe devices that I need to get, yeah. you know, um, you know, how to deal with certain adversities when they're kids. Like, um, you know, a lot of things that are cathartic to you because you're exposing your own life. I'm learning from that going, oh, that's interesting, you know. And I yeah. think, you know, regardless of, you know, I know you're more type A and I'm more type B or whatever, but, um, but in terms 
terms of like, you know, we get along. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, and you're always trying to better yourself, which is great. You know, I'm not trying to inflate your ego, but it's really cool. No, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. But you, you, you're, you're the one thing I do admire about you a lot is that you, you, you know, you've done certain things and then you try to try to go to the next level. Let me learn something else. Mm-hmm. Let me take, and this is the point of the show. It's like, you know, you follow in the footsteps of things that you'd learn. So you want to be able to, and you're learning on the show as well. For sure. And so, uh, so I like that. And I, that's how I am as well. Like I, I they've never, you don't know enough, you know? So from the show, I can take away almost every episode, something, you know, and, and I'm sure if and when I have kids, it'll probably apply regardless of what circumstances or if I'm even dealing with a kid, you know, yeah. like I might learn something. Well, things. I hope I'm around to see that because <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. It will be interesting. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And, and, you know, so the, one of the things too, which um, we alluded to earlier is that you do some things um, in addition to your work, but you do things outside of here, yeah. some of your hobbies and mm. such. Um, one of the things is music. As yeah. an example, you made our intro. Yeah, I made the intro. And the outro and yep. such. And I'm still waiting for our speed metal version. I know. I got to. And the, I know you have a couple things going on. Yeah, little things. Well, the beatbox version, too. Like, the beatbox version, <laughs> the speed metal version. There was a couple others. Yeah, yeah. Um, but tell me tell me about the music. So what are some things that you're doing with that? Because you, know, yeah. you make beats and you make mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. I actually have a SoundCloud page. One Never Ends is the uh, the page that's on there. It has a lot of stuff that I make. And I um, I create music through generally samples, but also playing my own, like piano. I like to play piano. I wouldn't say I'm good at it, but I can play a little bit. And um, so It's a good creative outlet. It's a creative you. outlet. And it was something that kind of evolved way later in life. Like I was, it was probably like, two th- I was probably my late 20s and my cousin had done production and he knew some people but then i found a, a software program that allowed me to make stuff and i was like oh i didn't know you could do this with software and then so he and my friend neil all sent me some stuff and they're like dude try it with this then and i was like oh, okay and then i started making my own stuff and they were like oh that's great and i got feedback on a forum that i was part of so i was really part of this online community that about musicians cool. and stuff and that eventually turned into that um the other thing i like to do or i guess i do on the side is i'm a, a college professor <laughs> which is like weird that to say that's awesome it sounds awesome it's <laughs> even weird to hear me say that and if they call you professor yeah, I'm, yeah. it's an instructor but right. I, when they call me professor i don't tell it say don't you have to get like a certain number of years to be a professor to, to be an actual professor i'm a part-time instructor like Got i it. teach at the the university's extension class you know okay. it's not like a, it's and what do you teach seo which is and web analytics Again? search engine optimization <laughs> internet marketing got it I'm helping websites get shown so who's Google. who's learning that Mostly. I mean, who's, who's there? Business, business owners. I'm sure some dads, <laughs> uh, a lot of business owners, a lot of marketers, some companies um, okay. some, and, and students too. So I get, I get a combination of young and old um, people in my class. I get That's some cool. people that are teenagers, probably like, you know, late teens or early twenties. And then I get people that are in their sixties. And you said you, I mean, you really enjoy teaching and yeah. that's, that's something that you, you know, always want to do. I guess it's, it's, it's like the idea of teaching. Yeah. Teaching, so. It's one of those things that again, now that we're talking about the arc of my life, life um when i was little i was shy and reserved all the way up until probably college i was more shy and reserved and even then i was still now i'm like doing public speaking gigs and teaching i don't understand how that happened you know so but it's strange that that it i took a, almost a 180 from where i was previously in terms of my attitude i think it was always there i just didn't know how to be me and less it, fear less fear and yeah, yeah. And then i realized i don't have to care about what other people think and wow i'm good at it yeah too. yeah well and that that, that can evolve it does yeah yeah, yeah for sure so anything else you think would be valuable for our audience uh any tidbits about you uh if, it's if been you, interesting if i mean you, i'm <laughs> glad we documented this. yeah you actually learned a few things yeah. that you didn't know 
know, uh, and I've known you for a number of years, it's been even prior time. to the, the most podcast. of the stuff I know. Yeah. But yeah. not all of it. Not all yeah. of it. Um, yeah. If you ever want to know if you want me to get involved, you know, in terms of like talking about my experiences as a quote unquote dude or a pre dad, <laughs> you know, um, you know, hit us up podcast at dudes to dads dot com or uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe social media. Right. You know, Twitter at dudes to dads, uh, Facebook dudes to dads com or you go to YouTube. Maybe go to uh, uh, Dad University, <laughs> hit us up there, and then um, please go to iTunes and Stitcher. I would say uh, either one of those. Um, I'm going to apologize for the people that are on Stitcher. I think I feel like we're behind for some reason. We've got to figure that out, but we'll get it. Fixed. I will get it fixed. And then um, in wherever else you can catch us in podcatching, uh, we would really love to hear from anybody there. And if you want to know about more about me, uh, feel free to write in. And I'll answer any questions you have. Awesome. Well, that's been interesting. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. I, yeah. you know, I didn't. This is. I swear it wasn't planned. No, enough. I know it's good. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's not like we just needed an episode. <laughs> we have 180 something now. Right? Yeah. And you know, thank you. It was fun. I yeah. had a good time. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, for everyone else, we will see you next time. See you next time.